This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back here with another edition of the tailgate. I guess you've been busy since you just walked in here. I was worried about it. Never you. ends. I always worry that you're, something has happened. Yet I always make it. Well, well, Except when I don't. Sometimes you don't. Always on time, though. Nah, you've been you've been late, but I've always understood. You had th- something to do. I am getting more conditioned, though. I'm not huffing as puffing as much That's after true. my sprint. Good. Well done. Oh, uh, I need to take my shirt off like all the Rams are doing. In the uh, the celebration, ladies on Just Facebook do Live like those, would like it. That men's uh, Florida men's swim team, they, they should never have their shirts off. Was a, that was they're swimmers. It was glaring. It was so they were so white. It was well, that would be me. I know, except for a hairy chest. I didn't get my summer tan last year. I need to go back and get it. I know nobody wants to think about that, but I do. I want to make sure I get it this year. Anyway, well, we uh, we were hoping the Gator basketball team would get it last night, but they uh, they fall a point short, which is again fascinating that the the spread was a point. That's exactly where it ends oh, up. So Vegas continues to they be collected good. vigorous. They uh, <laughs> they did, um, but a, a tough one. A I guess kind of the same way a lot of the games have been. Florida struggles early, falls behind. I think Mike White does a good job of of getting them better in the second half they figure some stuff out they, they play harder defensively and obviously took the lead but when it was all said and done flan lost fouled they he did and i mean i know he was going out hard at him and i you know i'm not i mean that Don't is you a, just let him take the open that, shot that is a good example of how this team is nobody's ever quit no it, this is not a team that quits no not at all they play as hard as they can and he was playing as hard as he can now it is also a team that does dumb things mm-hmm. at times, you know. And him taking that last shot was one of the dumb things too. I mean, you've got to get Appleby driving or somehow get the ball to Castle. I know they were trying to take him away, but there's there's got to be a way. You've got to come up with a plan there. And it, instead, it was just Appleby dri- dribbling around. Florida tried to win it and walk out of there. It was a good look, though. I mean, you had a wide it's open a look from foot jump. I don't even know if it was that far. Yeah, it probably was. And you left it short, barely. I, I don't want I don't want that shot. I didn't. That's have not how I want the game to come. I didn't have a problem with the shot. It wasn't that big, yeah. But when you combine it with the foul, it certainly makes him look like the bad guy. But he's not the bad guy. Everybody's a bad guy. I mean, they are done. I, they are not making the NCAA tournament. Okay, I can just tell you. And I'll give you a stat. I almost hate to waste this stat on the early tailgate listeners because the late tailgate listeners I, I don't know if i'll bring it back up then but i i spent about a good 20 minutes looking this up going game by game it's a lot of effort florida has had 13 halves this season where they've scored less than 30 points 13 halves that's a lot 
It's too many. Yeah. And it, I don't care if, if you're trying to focus on defense and trying to stress defense. You can do both. You, it's possible to do both. I mean, I saw Tennessee do both last night. You know, I mean, it, that, that was a team that was playing great defense and great offense. It's not impossible to do both. And this is why they're, they're going to end up probably in the NIT at, at the end of the year. I don't even know if they'll go play. Because why would you even play with all those seniors? You can get, They don't want to play in it, probably. Still go compete for something. For what? A championship? You wouldn't even put it in your trophy case, the NIT. Time. You don't think they'd hang the banner in the Odo? No, I don't. NIT champs? They used to have NIT banners up there. They did. Because <laughs> they didn't have real banners. Sure. Yeah, now you can't regress it, back to that. But it was, it was tough. But... Okay, so then you're saying because done. that loss, they're done. Done. What if they? What if the dude makes one of three free throws and they win by a point? You are saying they? End? I think that was a, it. Would have been a nice win for them. They would have stolen a win that could end up being a quad one. It might not be a quad one, but it'll it'll be a, quad, a high quad two at the very least. And you would have stolen a win on the road. It would it would have helped their cause. You still were going to have to do something. But now I I just can't see this team winning. What do they have? Five games left, I believe. So they beat Auburn Saturday. They're still not in. They won't do it. They won't. Okay, you don't know that. I do know that. How? I know that Georgia lost Auburn by two. And they lost. Okay. The Gators are better than Georgia. The they, Gators are at home. Everybody's better than Georgia. But right. So you don't know what's going to happen. No, I do know what's going. You happen. don't know. Yeah, I do. I do know what's going to happen. What happens if they? I've make watched sh- this team. Play. What happens if Myron Jones wakes up again and makes some shots? Well, he didn't last night, right? But then the games he has, they've won. So it's so predicated on whether or not they shoot. Then yep. that's. I mean, that's a, they. They could shoot really well and play good defense and win the game. They probably won't. And and I, the thing is, I have seen Auburn do that almost every game. There was a couple of losses. In there. I mean, Auburn's a really good team. Okay. Florida's going to have to play out of their butts. They're going to have to make everything. So there is, yes. I mean, they're going to play the game. It's not like there's no chance, but I just don't see. And even just a win over Auburn might not be enough. You might have to win another decent game, you know, whether it's Arkansas, whether it's at home, whether it's Kentucky at home. You know, you still might have to get two of those. Because you got yeah, one I'm, right I'm now. I'm just not ready. You to got one right now. Say that they're done, like you're saying. I just I think they're done. I I don't think this team is meant to be in the NCAA tournament. And I'll tell you what, these guys are watching the games, mm-hmm. the the committee, and they're watching this team play, and they don't enjoy it either. I'm sure. I know Gator fans haven't enjoyed it, but 13 under 30 halves, halves. The last night. They had four scoring droughts. And if you added the totals together, it was half of a game where they didn't score. And I'm, I mean, it's more than half a game because obviously you, didn't, you don't score when the clock's ticking and you're bringing the ball up. But I'm just scoring droughts between baskets, half a game where they didn't score. They were like four minutes, seven minutes, three, you know. They're just, they are what they are. And, and it's a shame. It's not very good. I feel bad for a lot of these guys because they they don't not try hard there's a good double negative for you mm-hmm. and and especially for Colin who played his butt off last night but he also missed two layups I mean it's just like nothing seems to want to go right for them and of course 
You know, Felder gets his first start and actually played okay. And what happens? He pulls a hamstring. So who knows what his availability is going forward? You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a team that's not overly talented, has to play very hard and does, but they just don't have. Yeah. They're not, they're not that talented. No, I don't think they are. I I think it's very similar. Well, I'll say this. It's similar and it's yet it's so different than the, from the football. It's similar and that this I think at the end of the season and we're almost at the end of the season, we look look at this team we go, maybe we were wrong, they weren't that good. They just weren't that talented. Yeah. I, and I think Physically that's the case, talented. but I, but I but, but I think where it's different though is they play hard. Yes. Yeah. They don't give up. No. And they they have, Well, their coach has never given them an excuse to give right. up. And yeah, they buy into what Mike White's teaching and I think they try to play hard for him as much as possible, but but sometimes you're just not good enough. I mean, it, it would you can sit there all day long and try to outdrive me, and you're just not gonna do it. So it just it depends on whether we only count fairways. Come to reality <laughs> on whether or not we can't use that drive that you hit out in the lumberyard there, Danny. Why not? <laughs> you just can't use it anyway. No, so anyway, I, I will, I'm sure people call in, bitch, and moan about how. Mike White's gonna get should get fired, and he probably isn't. So it's calm down. And I mean, again, again, you know, like last night, Deruji, they just decided there is no point playing you anymore. So the second half, he played two minutes. You, but you're not, you're not the same guy. We can't. Get, I don't know why we can't get this out of you. And Niles Lane is playing actually better. Well, but but the thing with Deruji though is trying to motivate him like they understand that he's not playing that way so they purposely in my opinion are sitting him Gave to time. try to say hey this is which is what every, it's going to be everybody who ever calls this show is always saying yeah you need to sit that guy yeah. well they did and that's they what they did and we'll see what what happens there yeah does it motivate him enough to now come back and get pissed off and play really well against auburn or does he i think the fact go in the fetal position and he's done the the only reason I give Florida a chance against Auburn, okay, is that they'll be motivated to play the best team in the league, and they'll be motivated to play against a team that could be in the Final Four and show what they can do, and they'll they'll understand the importance. And they under that's the thing. This is the why it's it, it's similar to the football, but almost diametrically opposite of football because this team understood how big a deal it was last night. Mm-hmm. They needed to get that win. They under they grasped how important it was, and that that's the effort they play with. They just, you know, I mean, they lost to a team that I think was two for twenty one or something on threes. But you know what they were on free throws? Sixteen for sixteen. Mm-hmm. That's the way they win games, and they're not very. You talk about not good. That team's terrible. It's really not that talented. But um, anyway, it is what it is. Let's go forward from here and see what happens on the Saturday and then see what happens on the following Tuesday. I mean, maybe they go, maybe they go home sweep, Auburn, uh, Arkansas, and all of a sudden i got to go, uh, you, you'll bring me a crow pie in here to eat. I would do it. I certainly will. Have right, you ever made a crow pie? No, I don't cook. Although I do make a pretty mean Hot Pocket. <laughs> Get after hey, it. You're not making a Hot Pocket. What do you mean? If you put it in the microwave and heat it up, that's not making. There is an art to it because if you, no, if you no, no. cook it too little, then it's not good. If you overcook it, it's piss poor. 
you got to find that perfect mix. That's not cooking. Why not? It's not cooking. It Do you think Michael pressing. J. Fox was cooking in Back to the Future 2 when he put that pizza? And then it was done? I, I, I only saw that movie once. Don't recall that. That was once too many. What do you mean? It's terrible. Terrible. Two and three are, the, are just awful. Yeah. One's one. one of the greatest movies of all time, I think. It's very good. But two and three, awful, awful. Two. I don't know what was worth. Back to the Future 3 or Hangover 3. That'd be a good argument to have. Or I like or, three better than two. Or it could be uh, Godfather three. That was really bad. I never saw it. It's bad. So, well, that's good. All right, we'll try not to be bad for you. But if you want to uh, tell us we're bad, then you can call up Mike and uh, say that three nine two eight two five five. We'll take a break. Get after it as we get going here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Paulina Castro. In Gators Gymnastics, Leanne Wong and Nia Reed were named SEC Gymnast of the Week after the performances against LSU. The Gator men's and women's swimming and diving team are competing in the SEC Championships today. The Gators placed first in the men's 800-yard freestyle relay. The men's team also placed third in the 200-yard medley relay. The Gator men's golf team was named Team of the Week. Player Fred Biondi was named Player of the Week. The Gators softball team will be going up against Jacksonville at 5.50 tonight. In high school sports, girls play in the regional finals. Wildwood versus Hawthorne. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Paulina Castro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville is home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good bait. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM. 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back. Jeff and Pat here with you on a Wednesday edition of the tailgate. 392-8255 if you want to uh, partake in our fun. we got to uh, bail a little bit early again as uh, softball will intrude on us for, uh, for 15 minutes of an uh, earlier exit, but that's all right. I got to drive to Swanee High School tonight for oh ba- uh, football. Uh, Austin's on the mound for a uh, oh. little baseball game, so I might even leave five minutes before that. You think I get Swanee? It said like an hour and ten minutes. On it's the pretty thing. good way. So yeah. Plus, I got to fight mall you, traffic to get to the interstate. Uh, so we'll see. You could go. Yeah, you do. You, well, it's not any better going up 34th anymore. No. 34th no is a One parking lane. lot every day when I go out through there. But, but uh, the good thing about that is it, when people are stuck in traffic, they're listening to Pat Dooley. That's right. Well, so they, uh, they enjoy Sometimes that. they listen to you, too. Let's get uh, Zach to join us next here on the show. Zach, what's up, buddy? Just the same old thing, different day. Nice. I, um, I want to uh, well, chime in a little bit about the basketball thing you know i i know a lot of people like call in and they're usually bashing mike white and that kind of gets under my skin a little bit you know but it's mainly because you know when you you look at the basketball program is just it's not really supported uh you know you're not gonna when you look at our uh at the um uh, uh, O-Dome, that's a, it's actually a pretty small venue, you know, when you compare it with a lot of other places. And we don't ever sell it out. Uh, you know, it's not, Sold out for the not, next game. Yeah, well, yeah, but you know what I meant. You know, it's just, it's not a consistent base that comes. You know, and, and I, I just, you know, I find it, uh, you know, a little bit, a little hard to, you know, for people that you know, continually, you know, call for Mike White. He's a good coach. I, you know, he's obviously made some uh, portal errors. I, I don't really, I'm, you know, maybe Pat can kind of, when they were looking at the guys that they brought in, um, I know that they they knew they could play defense, but, you know, I, I, I think their offensive numbers were, it's just, you know, I, I, you have a hard time reconciling. Rec, you know what the word is? Reconciling the their offense uh, before they got here and their offense now. And you know, because this is 
you know, a shooting team that shooting may be a generous thing, but I, well, I mean, and that's the thing. Myron Jones shot 40% last year. Um, So, I mean, now he, he finally has had a couple of good games, but overall he's, he's been a real disappointment as far as that goes. He's not a good ball handler either. Um, You know, some of these, I I think they were, they knew they were going to need, um, uh, de- better defense and could because Mike has kind of fallen in love with defense, and they also knew that they were going to need guards that could rebound and wing guys that could rebound because when you have one center, and now, again they didn't know how if Jatovo was going to be any good, and it turned out he was better than they thought, mm-hmm. and he's now out again, and then you have yeah. a very thin, um, who's a great leaper and Daruji. And then that's it. That's that's your your big. So they needed to get some guys that could could do that, and so that's what they went for. And most yeah. of them were really good at at bad team on bad teams. And sometimes you wonder if they ended up with inflated stats. Yeah. Well, you know, I, we we have not been good in the paint for a while, and you know, it's 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 hard to find big men. Uh, you know, that that can that can handle the ball and, and play down low. I mean, it's just, that's just a fact, but I, I just, you know, I'd like to see, um, you know, if Mike can just, you know, it's, 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 I hate to compare it to football because everybody does that, but you know, it's like, you know, he just gets sick bit sometimes and you just kind of go and man, this, what, what is, you know, why is this guy's luck just so miserable? But, um, you know, I, I would like to see, you know, um, you know, some. I think, like most people, you got to have like two or three guys that got to be able to. You can count on, you know, that are clutch. That says, "Hey, I got to get this guy the ball," and and I know it's going to go in. And I just, you know, that's this team does not have that. And you know, you don't even have one guy that can do that so consistently. So I'm, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and. Um, you know, I'm going to be in the campus. Like, hey, let's see what happens next year, and then we'll make a decision. But this year, I, I, with the injuries and the things that have happened, I, I don't think you can all just say it's, you know, it's his fault. But you know, I would like to. I, I think they're going to have to make some pretty significant changes over the, over the, uh, you know, um, the off season. So, and um, I was going to say uh, one other thing: uh, the girls' softball team. Uh, the uh, the youngest of the ladies, they, they seem to be being some pretty pretty good impact players. I was going to hang up and get your uh, thoughts on that. Okay. All right, Zach. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yep. I, okay. Where do, where do we go here? Uh, well, let's go no. to softball. They're obviously off to a great start, yeah. but and they have played one pretty good team in Michigan. But uh, I, I, you know, obviously it's you're defined by what you do in the SEC because the SEC is so good. But it is great to see these young ladies that that have come in here, this freshman class, do so do great things early. And we talked about it yesterday, Jeff. Get your confidence going early. You know, if you if you start out as a freshman and all of a sudden you're you've taken it up because I don't care what high school you're playing at, you're playing USF and JU and all these teams that aren't maybe not that great, but they're better than your high school team was, and and the pitchers are better than your high school pitchers that you faced. And and here they are with a lot of success. So that's that's a good sign early. Yeah, and obviously Falby is the the biggest of all of them. Yep. She's hitting on I think almost like six hundred 
to uh, to start off her, her season. She's quick and a lot of stuff. But they're they're young in in a lot of ways. The it's either freshmen or sophomores that are contributing a whole bunch, and you're not even hearing much about Eccles yet, or even I mean Hannah Adams is off to a decent start too. But it's going to be relying on a lot of young people, and it's going to be similar to what's going to happen with Sully when things get yeah. started. Like although he's got he, she does have or he, Tim does have uh, you know. Let Lou go back and, mm-hmm. and some pitchers. yeah, pitching wise, yeah, just good. They're good, so be fine. But no, it's it's uh, it's certainly been fun to see, and they uh, they destroyed Jacksonville yesterday, and you'll hear them yeah. again today, and hopefully that happens. Thirteen to one. Get Tampa Mike to join us next. Hey Mike. Hey Jeff, uh, Pat. Uh, yeah, Mike, Jeff, Mike, you have to call yourself Tampa what Mike because you don't want to be associated with the other two Mikes that called this show. So you got it. You got <laughs> it. Although I like to hear. Uh, I hate to say it, but I, li- I like to hear Tennessee Mike. I mean, he's adversarial, but he makes the show interesting, and uh, I have to give it to him. He comes with some good takes at times, but but uh, I-, I guess you wouldn't expect that from me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I have to say, I- I gr- you know, Jeff, I love you, but I agree with Pat on that. I- I- Florida doesn't have a chance in beating Auburn Saturday. We- we've seen this too many times, and I-, I think Florida could play over their head, which you seldom see with Mike White teams. I mean, they're kind of just that average, consistent team. Mm-hmm. They hang in there. They play hard. They never really overachieve. They never really underachieve. They're just consistently average. And, and it comes a time when you have to wonder. I mean, I mean, it, it, what's the upside? And, and you wonder where this Gator basketball program is going. Let me just make a comment. I applaud the disgruntled fans that call in and are upset about the basketball program. It shows that there's passion in the program, and, and that can be the fuel for improvement. And I have to laugh at times when people say, and kind of as an excuse, oh, this isn't a blue blood, blue blood program. Like they're almost saying get used to it, meaning just accept it as it is. And and then they, they say, well, I got news you know, for you too. The Gator football program isn't a blue blood either. Gator football never won until Steve Spurrier showed up. Gator basketball really never won until he until Billy Donovan showed up. Steve Spurrier's long gone, but the expectations for that football program is still the standard of Steve Spurrier. If they don't win a conference championship or compete for a championship, the coach is on the hot seat. We've been seven years with Mike White. Has he ever competed for an SEC championship? Middle of the pack in the SEC basketball is not acceptable. And I would tell you, he's done good making the tournament, and that's fine and dandy, but that's not, to me... That's not the standard. The standard for that basketball program should be competing for the SEC to be one of the best basketball programs in the conference. And they should put the same passion, the same standard in that basketball program as they put in that football program. And what's the difference? Yeah, no, Mike, I I see your point, and and I agree with you, because obviously look at what happened with with Mullen. He had three really successful years, and then one where he was slipping away and some other stuff happened that – they they wanted to change the direction of it. So, I mean, if you look at it and from the standpoint of the resume, then you say, well, Dan Mullen didn't deserve to be fired. Um, but I, obviously that resume that you're talking about with, with Mike is, yeah, the, just the consistency's there. But I think it goes back to what we – I just don't know I, – I guess I, w- I would wish that Keontae was a, a part of this year's team sure. just to see and you have somebody different because it's somebody that, you know, of course he got here and – made really really well would have certainly helped the team and to have him in castleton so he's been snake bit a bunch but he 
Yeah, um, yeah, ne- next year they've got some guys coming in. I, I just I think Mike for me it's hard because I know how much he he wants this team to be successful, how hard he tries, how how good of a coach he is, how X's and O's person, all that kind of stuff. I, I think he does some great things there. I just don't think that he's been able to get the talented players here. And whether or not that's because other programs cheated back in the day and they were able to get guys there, he obviously hasn't done that. I mean, he's obviously a great individual, a really nice guy, but they just haven't had the talent. And I just, I think he can coach talent, but it's just, but if you're, that's, it's all a part of the program. If you're not getting the talent here, well then guess what? Then you shouldn't be the coach. And, and, but I mean, they have, it's not like he's recruited terribly. I mean, obviously that, you know, with Keontae and Nemhard and, um, you know, that Noah Locke, that was in the same class, and uh, Scotty Lewis, where that was, you know, those classes were, mm-hmm. and then obviously the class he's got coming in next year is, is considered legit. Yeah, a great class. But so it's not like he has, and he recruited Kerry Blackshear to come here. Now, the Kerry Blackshear thing didn't work, but everybody freaked out when it happened. Mm-hmm. We all thought it was, it was going to work. Mm-hmm. It just didn't for, for whatever reason. Um, but you know, but you know, there is a point where you say, and I don't think it's now, and I don't think it's this year, where you kind of go, well, where are we going? Where, where yeah, we, where is I this mean, going? It's not, it's boy. not I'm a, a bad program. Fan. Yeah, I like. He's an excellent guy. His family's class. He comes from a great. His, I mean, yeah, no, his, his brother was an AD or great. his father. I mean, he's well connected. He makes a good image for the university. He's well respected. I want him to succeed. But I would just tell you, if there was a football coach there, had been there for seven years, and he was constantly middle of the pack, he would not be there. Why do we treat the basketball program any Because different? it's different. It's, Why? It's me, way di- Because football makes all the money. So, uh, you know, if you're not good in football, you're losing money drastically. If basketball, if you have a crappy, if you even have a crappy basketball team, it ain't cost you any money. You have a bad so you, football so we're team. We're going to have Mike uh, uh, or Scott Strickland come on as the AD, and we're going to ask him what the expectations are, and he's going to tell us, I don't no, really care about no, basketball. No, no. It doesn't make money. No. Just as long as we I'm, build a program and we show up, we're happy. But you're asking me why a basketball program that's that's been successful and has competed for SEC championships. I mean, he finished second in his second year and third in his third. So it's not like they didn't haven't competed at all for him. And it's been to the tournament all but the first year when he inherited an awful team from Billy, and Billy will be the first to tell you that, that you want to get rid of him because your expectations at Florida are that much higher. Um, And that's the thing. They are that much higher. They probably should not be that much higher, to be honest with you. You know why? Because Florida basketball wasn't diddly-poo until Billy got here. It was one of the worst – most unbelievably, it's been that, though, for what 10, 15 years with Billy. It, what, what about the football program, Pat? It was it was squat before Steve Spurrier got there. Right. You could say the same thing about the football. Absolutely. Program, but you treat it but differently. And I know the expect well, it's money. And, and it's the money. expectations are different in football too. Now, why, well, okay, if it's that, why do they care about any of the programs at, at the University of Florida other than football? If it's all about money, what do we care no, about the softball? You're program? asking why me why they're treated differently. That's that's what I, I'm trying to tell you why why the fan expectation treat is treated differently. So you got a football coach that goes to three straight New Year's bowls and he and he has a bad year and he's done. I well, mean that's me, that, the fan expectation is pretty out. I mean they're pretty outspoken. So the fan yeah. expect, ex, expectation is there. 
Oh, the fan expectation is there, but it's university. It's either Scott Strickland or somebody at the university is not treating the basketball program. What are you talking about? So you're saying basically only because they won't fire Mike White right now that, but I mean, what else in as far as treating the basketball program at a at a high level is different? Well, he's been there seven years. But no, no, you're 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 repeating the same thing. You want Mike White gone, okay? That's what you're saying. No, I just think, yeah, no, I, that's I, I, what you're saying. That yeah, it's got down to that point because he's he's been there seven years and and never really competed for a title. He and, was and in sec- he finished second his second year here. That's competing for a title. Second in the SEC, that's, third in what, the SEC five, the next five, year. That's ago? competing. Five six years ago, and we're going steadily downhill. I mean, I mean, and, and I just don't see it, Pat. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not asking you to see it. I am not asking you to see it. What I'm asking you though is how is basketball treated any differently than any other sport around here, uh, other than maybe the um, the fact the football that. Program. That's the only comparison I'm drawing. But football's so different. It's just different. It's different in football. Well, I, I don't see it. But but you would would you fire um, uh, Tim Walton if all of a sudden he, you know, couldn't go to went to the tournament every year, got to the regionals and and lost in him? I mean, well, no, I mean, Tim no, Walton, I I think Mike Mike to I you know I I think we we get it, and I think just to to. When when you're at, when you're Scott Strickland and, and you're looking at this program, and, and, I, and I, I get what you're saying about the consistency, and it's just sort of, sort of an average, and, and Florida should be better than average, and I do agree with you that. I mean that's the expectation around here. But if you also step back and you look at so the last four NCAA tournaments, the Gators have won a, a game in each of the past four tournaments. Right? There are only six teams in the entire country that have done that. So six teams in the entire country have done what Mike White has done. So that's where you have to then look back and say, okay, yeah, they're not competing for a championship, but he's getting there to that point, and if he can just get a player or two, he is the guy to take you over the top. Like, But, Jeff, the standard is, I mean, you can be middle of the conference and get in the NCAA tournament. You can be the fifth or sixth best team in the conference. Yeah, I, I understand that. So but it's still standard? what matters, and it does bring money into the university as well. Yeah, well, that's what I figured. It's probably why he's hanging on because he's consistently average, and that average is just enough. I, I, I don't. So, average is average is is five hundred. Average is middle of the road. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I'm it's an average in the conference is what I'm referring to. Middle of the pack. Yeah. Average in the. He's conference. nineteen over five hundred in the conference. Yeah, but I mean, but, but what are we this year? About uh, seven, one, they're six eight? and seven. Yeah. I think they're they're. I don't think they're eight. They're they're probably they could finish that. They, they it's not it's not going well this year. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they're, but you know the bottom line is the past several years it just doesn't seem like there's any upside. But anyway, I appreciate your thoughts. Yeah. But I, I thank you, Mike. I mean, I, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Jeez. We appreciate it. What is it about Mike's? No, I mean that's he's, he had some good points. Oh, they're gr- a lot of great points. But but he, I do think the expectations are out of whack at this university. In every like that's just that, it's fascinating to me that like for me to say that stat like only six teams yes. in the entire country have won a game you know in each s- of the last four years. You know what people would say to that? Mike White sucks. Fire him. I know. 
because they don't care about that kind of stuff. They they want to compete for SEC championships. And you know what? You know who doesn't? Kentucky. They don't care about the SEC. They they want to win national titles. And, and the Gators are playing very tough opponents. You, you take the last six years under Mike White, the Gators' strength of schedule is the toughest in the entire co- yeah. conference. And and they've, I mean, obviously he's doing things the right way, and that that is a factor. I don't people who say, "Well, I don't I don't care about that," and then the first time something bad happens, you go, "Well, see, we need somebody that will do it the right way." You know, yeah. but all right, we got to get uh, it's it's not a priority until it goes south. We'll uh, we'll knock out this break, come back, and continue the conversation here on the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing Team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The springtime is packed with Gator sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. Both the men's and women's swimming and diving team continue the SEC championships today. Both teams will compete up until Saturday in Knoxville, Tennessee. The Gators softball team will look to continue their undefeated start to the season tonight, hosting Jacksonville University. Coming off a 13-1 win over the Dolphins last night, the Gators will look to continue their hot start to the season. Coverage of tonight's game starts at 5.55. PGA Tour golfer and Gators alum Billy Horschel was added to the Gators men's golf team coaching staff as a volunteer assistant coach today. Horschel was a four-year member of the Gators golf team from 2006 to 2009 and was a three-time first-team All-American during his time with the Gators. Both the men's and women's Santa Fe College basketball teams are in action today. Both teams hit the road to take on Eastern Florida State College. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Construction isn't just your job. 
We know you're not just building homes or schools or roads. You're building communities and you're building a business. Whether you need a Kubota excavator, Kubota skid steer, or Kubota loader, we've got you covered. We even rent Kubota construction equipment. At Florida Coast Equipment, we've got Kubota equipment you can depend on from professionals you can trust. So visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at FloridaCoastEQ.com. The premier engagement ring event of the year is coming to International Diamond Center next weekend. This is the event where we fly in the entire Takori Ring Collection. Over 500 eye-catching, elegant rings from the world's most acclaimed designer. Takori sets the standards with its clean, modern design and exquisite attention to detail. You can see all the Takori designs in one place. Plus, get up to $1,500 back in Takori gift cards with your purchase. And 36 months zero interest financing. It's February 25th, 26th, and 27th. Only at International Diamond Center. We're opening the vault for this event, showcasing IDC's biggest ever collection of GIA and Forevermark diamonds. Thousands of hand-picked dazzling diamonds in all sizes, from 1 carat to 15 carats, and all shapes as well. Don't miss your best chance to find the perfect diamond and the perfect Takori setting, our largest selection ever, with special offers and three years zero interest finance. It's happening February 25th, 26th, and 27th only, and only at IDC at Celebration Point. Unapproved credit. Stand up and holler, Gator Nation. Giving Day for UF is happening Thursday. That means you can support your favorite radio station, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, at the UF College of Journalism and Communications by making a donation online. Visit givingday.ufl.edu and support the radio home for the Gators at the College of Journalism and Communications. Thanks, and go Gators! Gators win the game! Oh, my! One for the ages! We are your home for the NCAA basketball tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, here's how riled up that last conversation got people. The Kelsey actually called me to give me hell. She thinks I'm way off base. On on that the I mean the basketball program is is held to a slightly lower standard than football, but you know, I mean, all the 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 other thing is, but I, I believe that administration treats it. I I totally agree with that. Yeah, I think, but but we're talking about two different things: the fan expectation and the administration. Yes, the expectations are different. I think it's they're all the same for everybody. Now, I think it's a little bit. Well, I I I mean, football. The expectations are greater than any other sport. And of the, course, and the reason is because that's their their bread. That's where it's buttered, man. But, you know. All right. Let's have uh, some others butter your bread. Yeah. Pat's probably good at that. Hey, Pat, welcome. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I won't take much of your time. I just, Tampa Mike really got me riled up. I don't call very often, but I just, I'm so sick of people calling and complaining about Mike White. I mean, how many other coaches do you know that had to have a, had to watch a player of theirs basically die in the middle of the court with the whole team there. They didn't know. They're trying to play that game. They didn't know whether he was going to live or not live. The best player on the team 
And, you know, that just took a psychological toll on all of them for last year. And then and then they had so many people transfer out for whatever reason. And it just hasn't gone as well this year. But he clearly he's a very smart coach. He's a class act. He's good for the program. And I'm sorry, but in basketball, the SEC doesn't matter. In football, it does, because if you win the SEC, you're likely going to the playoff. But in basketball, it doesn't matter. The NCAA tournament matters. He's one of six coaches that has gotten there, you know, and won a game, however many years in a row it's been now, six in the entire country. So I just I couldn't disagree with uh, Tampa Mike more. And, I mean, now if next year, you know, when he's got this great class coming in and if it's still the same level, then okay, maybe. But right now I, I, I certainly can't think of another person, um, you know, that would be willing to come. Um, that would be better than Mike White for a lot of reasons. So that's that's my two cents. Always enjoy the program, guys. Thanks. All right, Pat. Thank you. And I think her point's a good one. That um, how I don't I can't think of anybody I would rather have had handling what they've been through uh, with the adversity and stuff uh, in terms of handling those players, you know, and, and putting and going like through it. No, no coach. You're right. Well, there's been one coach that's had to see that happen. And that was. Hank was it Westhead was was he Hank Gathers coach when that happened, um, but that was just you know that was something that yeah it stayed with them and they st- still got to the tournament, you know so um, but yeah it is it's different if the you know the SEC is a big deal when you've got a chance to win it and I remember the year that Chandler Parsons went they went up to Vanderbilt and they need they had already clinched the tie but they won it that game to clinch clinch it outright. And that celebration was pretty cool. And you know what? It was forgotten by the time they got home, by the time the plane landed, because then you move on to the next thing. So, um, like, Kentucky doesn't care about winning the SEC, and they won't win it this year probably. But they don't care about winning that. And they don't – They look, they show up at the, to that tournament like ridiculous numbers. But if they don't win, hey, big, the tournament's next week. That's the big tournament. Mm-hmm. And that's the best program in the SEC. That it is. Let's go uh, down to South Florida and get D. Hey, D. Hey, fellas. Uh, I got a lot, man. Got a lot <laughs> of issues to take. Uh, Jeff, you said Mike White hasn't won with talent or hasn't gotten talent. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I know that there's been some talent. I just don't know to the level of, you know, where the, the top programs are. Like, there's a big discrepancy on this year's team yeah. of Kentucky's team and things like that. Oh. So. Like I think that's where Florida's I'm at. Got, I know he, he've gotten pockets of success. I mean, Trey Mann just put up 30 the other night in, in the NBA. So they've had some guys. I just don't know if it's been enough. And then you get a Scotty Lewis, and he's supposed to be God's gift to the basketball world, and coach. guy's a nut job. And again, you know, when you talk about the guys that transfer out, a lot of times it's because Mike White will not tell them what they want to hear. He tells them the truth. Now, maybe he should start telling them what they want to hear. You should have told Noah Luck, yeah, you'll be our point guard next year. Then the season comes and it's too late. You can't transfer. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to go back to that team a couple years ago. With uh, they had three five stars on the team: Nembhard, Trey Mann, Scotty Lewis. They had Keontae, which was a sophomore, and uh, Kerry Blackshear, which was the top grad transfer, uh, come in. And that team went nineteen. I know the season got canceled because of COVID, but that team went nineteen and twelve, eleven and seven in the SEC, and that was a roller coaster type season. And oh. they were preseason. Top ten. Yeah, again so they would. Well, again, yeah. preseason top yeah, tens. And and I agree with you there, D. But if if you also take the rest of that team, and you look at it, it would have been the youngest team in the entire NCAA tournament. 
Like that that's how young that they were that that year. And and the next yeah, well, year you would hope that it would get better and I think it would have been. And then Keontae And then Keontae goes gets down. hurt. Yeah. So or well, it didn't get hurt. Right. He, what <laughs> I, happened? His heart hurt. So I think, you know, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but I I mean, I, I get it. Right. And my second thing is, you know, we're starting to use a lot of excuses to deflect from our shortcomings, which is the whole cheating with Bruce Pearl and LSU and all this. But let me tell you something, guys. Cheating's been going in college back. You didn't think you don't think Billy Donovan knew that Kentucky was cheating. Uh, what about those Texas A and M teams? Well, for four or five years ago, with Robert Williams and and you know uh, they were good. I remember yeah, them. They, you know why they were good? Because Rick Stansbury was dropping bags on them. That's why they were good. You you don't think that um, Texas Tech and Baylor know that Kansas is cheating? But oh, that sure. didn't stop Scott Drew from building his program or Chris Beard from building uh, Texas Tech played in the championship game two years ago, and Baylor won the championship last year. So, th- again, all I'm hearing is a lot of excuses for our shortcomings. The, the team that's on the court is a reflection of Mike White. He put all his trust into these transfers, and they haven't delivered. The only person on this team that we can count on on a consistent basis is Castleton. That's it. It's true. He was out, what, six games? And they went four and two. Yep. I, they would have taken four and two right now. <laughs> yep. But so no, it, it, there is definitely look. There, there's a, there are different ways to look at this. Um, and I, I get both sides of the argument. You know, I hate to sound like somebody I know, but I I, I see it both ways. You know, uh, but I'm kind of I'm going to kind of let the season play out. And uh, but I also it's know, but but D, but D, do you, oh, I, I agree. But I, D, do you just think that he can't coach, or or he needs just, to get I better just, players? I, I just I just think that no matter what, we haven't gone. We, like I said today earlier, it's been three years. He, he he's done everything. He's changed his system. He's uh he's changed personnel. He's 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 stripped down the roster. He's gotten transfers. Every he's tried everything that he can. And we still have not gotten over to that next level. And meanwhile, you got other programs. Alabama just hired a new coach. NATO's look what he's done. Eric Mus- Musselman, look what he's doing at Arkansas. Other programs have come into SEC, and they passed us by, man. We are middling SEC team. And with no juice and no enthusiasm. Look at the crowds at the O-Dome. I mean, we got the number two, the number two ranked team coming Saturday. Do you think anybody, any, any callers have any confidence? That we could win that game? No, there's no confidence because there's there's no. I think Pat did. We haven't done Pat it. sounded like she has confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't. I, this this program is just flatlining, and again, if it continues, man, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna and that's continue. where I, I think you know again the, the, these two the two new assistants that he's got this year. I, I think you know the, I think that they understand the game better than the previous guys. Um, so I just I I, I believe in the staff. And I just, I mean, I think it's worth at least another year to, to see. But then again, like you said, next year they're going to have some talent. Hey, you go back, They'll, you go back if they do years without getting in yeah, the and if they do it again with trying to bring transfer portal guys in to try to help, and then they're they're awful again and it doesn't work, then yeah, obviously then there's some issues and something going on. But I just think one one hiccup where we still don't know if they're going to make the tournament or not shouldn't define whether or not he's he's going after this year. I agree. 
But I, I do see I do see the argument that a lot of Gator fans have that it's it you know, like you said flatlining, but the flatline's way up higher. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously their floor is not as low as a lot of teams. Heck, their floor is not even as low as Kentucky was last year. But but their ceiling isn't high, and the trouble is that they're kind of stuck in that little area there. Yeah. Your eight and eight NFL team or forty one and forty one NBA team. The <laughs> worst place to be is in the middle. That's right, go, fellas. All right, D. Thank you. Good, yeah, uh, good that's, stuff. That's not. That's pretty right. That is right. <laughs> Bo Gator, what's up? Hey man, how y'all doing today, man? I'm hearing a bunch of I don't know rattle it out there, all because you know, well, two things I've seen Coach well Coach White did. One thing I thought he did wrong last night, which I don't know the rule, but when McKissick got fouled. He put Jones up to t- shoot the two free throws instead of putting Appleby up there, who's like a nine percent better shooter. No, that's the uh, that's the choice of the uh, other coach. When oh, a play- when a player goes out with an injury, and Buzz William picked Myron Jones because you know he's not a good free throw shooter. Well, well that kind of sucks since your your guys want to take him out. But uh, I I agree. I think it's a dumb rule. I think I think it's a rule that happened because some guys faked it, and all it takes is like two guys faking it in one season, and they go. Yeah. You know, oh, that we got to we got to change that rule. I think it should just yeah. be you should flip you should just pull a name out of a hat. All right, shooting the free throws. Yeah. Uh Klatsky. You put a number behind your back and then you yeah. Klatsky will be shooting the free throws. He yeah, probably make I mean, them though. You know, that, and they never went back and looked when Appleby got popped in the face with that elbow when the guy went around him at the top of the key. Which I mean, the guy obviously you show. I mean, he threw it out there to oh, yeah. Appleby. Little and chicken was, wing there, yeah. Yeah, and I was. I mean, they didn't even talk about it. And uh, they did well. I was listening to that part of the game because I was driving home from the quarterback club meeting, and I can tell you, Mick Mick Hubert talked about it. He talked about it for about five minutes. Yeah. If the guys on ESPN since they weren't there, they didn't talk about that at all. Whenever there was a foul, you, they'd be like, well, we don't know what's going on. Oh, somebody got caught with a foul. They, they wouldn't say who it was. They had no idea. I mean, that's the worst. You, you know what's interesting? I know. And I tell you what, I've, I've seen a lot of games like that where they, the announcers aren't. That's one reason I turn the sound off a lot of the time. But it, I've gotten to the point where I, if you can't have people on the ground, which is fine. I understand safety concerns. I understand all that. If you can't have a, a crew on the ground to announce a game, just let it play without announcers. Because I, it is embarrassing sometimes how off they are. And I'm not just talking about last night. I'm talking about it, as much basketball as I watch. Just totally every, off. Every, they don't know what's going on in the play. I've only seen it in the SEC. I mean, no, it's everywhere, LA, yeah. And L.A. they even had them. But anyway, and uh, Flanders, Fleming, when, uh, when he, that three-point foul, I mean, that was the thing. I mean, that was the tipping point of everything that – that started this that's going on today but yesterday somebody i think his name was mike called in and said oh go support the girls basketball team tickets only two dollars for a kid ten dollars adult or whatever which i don't know everybody's financial situation but hell the men's gator basketball team all year bandy ten dollar tickets come on you can't go spend 20 bucks to take you and your kid to go watch a basketball game I mean, I drive all. I drive a long way to get there, and I enjoy every game, even the losses. But I mean, when there's only two thousand people in there and a thousand of them are students, you you can't really be calling a bitch about 
firing the coach when you're not even supporting the team showing up and giving some noise. And You know what I mean? That's the part that just makes me so angry. It's just like, well, okay, come on out here and support them with us, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, what? so what is the deal? Are you going to say – Oh, you got to support your. Are you you're a Gator all the way? You got to support the team. Well, not if I don't like the way they're playing. I'm not going to support that. Team. And all the you know yeah. all all the people that want to support now say we need to support this women's basketball team. Yeah, they're 19 and six. When they were six and 19, yeah. you didn't want to support them. As a matter of fact, I called in last year and and said something about because uh, I took my granddaughters to a couple of games that were on Sundays after the men's game. And I was like, dude, they go out on the court, shoot free throws with the girls after the yeah. game. Oh, yeah, that's this, great. You know? And they wasn't nobody at that one either. Matter of fact, I sat right behind the, the announcer like yeah. six or eight times. Because you walk in, you sit where you want. That you do. Uh, Bo Gator, thank you. Appreciate you. We'll uh, take a break. Come back with uh, another 45 minutes of the tailgate right after this. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And Jeffrey, the gymnastics ticket is one of the toughest in the entire town. But I hear you have hookups for the Arkansas meet on January 28th. That's right, Jeff. Just go to the Meldon Law Facebook page and enter our contest to win tickets to the gymnastics meet and a $100 gift certificate to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Wow, that is easy. All I have to do is go to the Meldon Law Facebook page and I can win tickets to the Gators Link to Pink match? That's right. At Meldon Law, we make supporting the Gators easier than a triple-twisting double layout. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we won't back down. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new-car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Start off the new year by investing in your financial health. Radiant Credit Union now has a great balance transfer offer of 0% interest for the first six months and great low rates for all of your purchases. The average American has $5,500 in credit card debt and the average interest rate continues to go up. It's over 16%. That adds up to almost $900 per year just in interest. If your credit card debt feels overwhelming and you just need a little breathing room, switch to Radiant and get six months of 0% interest and great low rates for all your purchases. Plus, there are no balance transfer fees and no annual fees. 
you can complete the entire process through their website. And in less than 15 minutes, you can be saving money and starting off 2022 right. Visit RadiantCU.org slash transfer for details. Radiant is federally insured by the NCUA. A new year, a new you. That's what we all like to say, and of course, we all want this one to be better than the last. But as you get out there and you try to make 2022 the best for you, be careful. There's lots of unknowns out there that will try and trip you up. But if you happen to trip on that hike through the Grand Canyon, bust your back trying to set a PR on the weight rack, or tweak a hammy trying to finish that 5K, there's a place in town that'll get you all checked out and back at it in no time. The staff at Titan MRI have been scanning the people of North Central Florida for more than 20 years. It's fast, it's easy, and the average scan time is just 15 minutes so you can get back on your way in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town, and if you're worried about not having insurance, don't be. That's never a problem at Titan MRI. They just want to help you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, and now up in Lake City, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can park right out front. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to titan mri this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255 or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at jeff cardozo uf and at pat underscore dooley the grill is hot, and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome. Hour 2 begins here on the tailgate. Jeff Cardozo, Patrick Dooley here with you today 392-8255 is the number it's wednesday a couple days away from hitter baseball so really excited about that we'll have a, a lot of conversation over the next two days about those boys the uh, the rotation boys. has not been released yet but barco i may know who it is barco's but i'm not telling wrote, uh some kid i never heard of <laughs> i'm not even close <laughs> Okay. Uh, Singer, Napier, Zanina. Yeah, that's the three first pitches this weekend. So that will uh, that will be fun. And uh, Julia from the golf course is singing the national anthem Friday night. Really? So that'll be cool. Be a, a good Very nice. Uh, see, I know how to hire. No, you don't. But that's not the point. Um, i got to figure out what I'm going to do about Friday night. It's part of me wants to go to the game opening night. And part of me, you know, i I got to wait until you're – you got to get out of here early. And See if Billy Napier's got an arm. I'm, I'm guessing it'll be covered on local TV. <laughs> it will be. Um, and we're still discussing Mike White. It's been a lot of the conversation, as you can imagine, today after what happened yesterday. And it's, uh, it's been a mixture of well, calls. Well, and, and let me tell you what. The, the, again, the negative argument on Mike White, you know, is that what did he do with when he did get great talent? Now he doesn't have great talent. He's got one great player, mm-hmm. really good player. I don't know if he's a great player, really good player. Yeah, and that's may, it. probably not going to even get drafted. Yeah, um, but he plays hard and he and he and he's a double double machine. Yeah. So, um, 
But he's also going when you goes up against a guy like Shweebway, he gets destroyed. And you saw Shweebway last night had to go up against a bunch of big guys, and he didn't do anything. That's good. So um, anyway, I was going to make a point here. I can't remember what it was. That's all right. You're getting old. We understand. Yeah. Let's get uh, back to the phone callers then and get Woody to join us next. What's up, Woody? Yeah, hey, guys. I'm enjoying the talk. And, uh, you know, uh, Jeff, that's a great stat. Uh, winning a team in the tournament four years in a row. Only six teams have done that. You know, that's the kind of stat that I'd, uh, I'd smack a Georgia or a Florida State fan with. Uh, problem is you got to watch 30 games of C-plus to get to that one game where you get to the round of 32. And I'm pretty tired of C plus. So when I hear a guy complaining that we don't support the Gator basketball program, I just say seven years of C plus. It's getting old. So you know I'm there. I'm still hanging in there. But C plus is C plus. You know you're twenty and ten. That's yeah, but I mean, you can't say seven years because there was an elite eight in there. Okay. Yeah. That was so twenty-seven a, wins. Eh? A handful of years. You're right. You're right. Okay. And the last three have not gone well. Yes. And that includes so, a cancer. That's frustrating. You know, and C plus is you know cream of the crap. That's worst of the best. So it's just kind of whatever. You know, do we have any confidence? You know, I heard somebody say we have any confidence we're going to beat Auburn. No, I don't. Can they? Yeah, they might hit twelve threes, and Auburn might hit two. Mm-hmm. On the road, you don't always hit two threes. Maybe, but do I have confidence that there's any one player on this team that can carry the team? No, I don't. Do I have any confidence that there's any one player that I want shooting more than? One or two threes a game? No, I don't. Just because some guys make them occasionally. A guy made seven of them the other day. You know? Okay. But I'm just saying, there's not one player on this team I have a lot of confidence in. And like like y'all just said, you know, Colin Castleton, he's a great player when he's not playing against guys as big as him or bigger. And all of a sudden he disappears because he's a slim guy. And he's not really a big man kind of, you know, shack kind of center. He's more like a power forward, and they're doing what he can do. Because there's a lot of Shaq centers out there, right? Yeah, not anymore, right? So there are I'm none. just saying he's <laughs> in there against guys that are when he's in there against guys that are bigger than him, or a team that has two big men. He's in trouble, and we don't have anybody else to carry the load. And it's just frustrating to watch guys leave the program. And you know, blah blah blah. I've been through this a dozen times with you guys. I'm just going to sum it up by saying I'm tired of C plus. So y'all can support that if you want. You know, I, I watch on TV. I ain't going to go to the games. I'm just tired of going to games in general. I don't think you should be allowed to watch on TV either. You know? What did you say? You shouldn't TV? be allowed to watch games on TV if you're that down on the Gators. Just I'm not that down They should the cancel you. Hey, but I'm, hey, as, uh, as Dooley always said growing up through school, C's get degrees. That's right. I can tell you what, that's what my University of Florida degree doesn't say C-plus on it, but it damn sure that's was. for all the people, that, that attitude is for all the people who are just satisfied to make the tournament. But when I see when I see other schools, I heard a caller, I think it was, saying, hey, you know, Alabama has nothing, Auburn has nothing, and poof, all of a sudden they're better. You know, so I see the same thing. I'm thinking, what's the problem here? You know, okay, we're not blue bloods, but neither are they. So I'm just going to sum it up. I'm tired of C-plus. All right, they'll try to get it to B category. Thank you, Woody. Well, the irony is I think a lot of people, like when you say who could they go get, they bring up Anthony Grant, who failed at Alabama at the very school where Nate Oates is having incredible success. Mm-hmm. So, And, again, Alabama's been a, a very spotty team. I think they're, they've been a frustrating team to watch this year. They'll make the tournament, but they and they might make a little bit of a run, or they could go one and done. They could lose to, like, a, a bad team the first game. 
ATX Gator, what's up? Gentlemen, how are we? Dandy. Good, good. Uh, joining today's conversation. Bo Gator stole a little bit about what I was calling for and kind of ironic to follow Woody there. You know, I can't say I, I completely disagree with some of his frustration, but my, 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 I was more going to pose a question, right? I mean, you can tell by the name ATX. It's I'm, I'm here in Austin, Texas, so I don't get to, to many games, right? So, um, but I do watch everything I can, whether it be ESPN Plus or, or whatever it may be to, to find a stream. But it's funny to me that we're tired of C Plus, but our fan turnout is an F. You go to Arkansas, you go to LSU. I'm here, right in Texas. You know, I go see UT or A and M sometimes. And the fan base is there. They turn out, right? The team might not be national championship worthy, but they're there. And, you know, you watch that Arkansas game the other night with, with the upset, and the place is electric. And it's like, well, it's hard to, to then say a guy who goes to the tournament, you know, in, in the stat you just rolled off, Jeff, you know, a few times there, that – were somehow we deserve better than that. Like, why? Because we're Florida? Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah. We're, and we're, that, you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people feel that because Billy did give them better than that. Now, he's the only coach who ever did in the history of the school that gave them uh, these this incredible stuff that happened during his run here, but he's not here anymore. And, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's incredible that, that he did all these great things and we love him to death, but um, and I, again, I don't know that Mike White can even get them to a, the next level at all. Um, and it, what, what right now the next level would be a team that, you know, you thought might make that, a little what, run in the tournament. Wins three games in the tournament. Yeah, I, I that's that is the next level. Look, before Billy got here, Florida had won like three games all time in the tournament. Right. Right. So, so that's kind of what I'm saying though. And, and more of in defense of Mike White, it's like, what, what more? Yes. A, a national championship would be great, but it's, we're, we're not a blue blood. I don't, I, I don't think Arkansas is winning a national championship in basketball this year. I don't think Alabama is. I don't think LSU is right. No, but Mike, White I agree with you on all this. Yeah. But Mike so White Auburn might. gotten us there. We've been competitive. Yeah. Auburn might, but, and I don't. I know. I, I don't want to. Like I said, I don't ever want to give the cattleman credit. But that's his boy, right? And his boy's going to find a way to win again. And he's a winning coach. So Bruce Pearl, he, he's been a proven winner, right? Whether we want to talk about he cheats or the way the methods in which he goes about winning, okay, whatever. That's a different conversation. But they brought in a coach that has won at multiple stops, right? That's that's a little bit different. And so now Auburn has turned around. So it's I just. I guess my whole point in, in, in calling in more was like, I think we as a fan base need to either do better. Like, like, let me even pivot there. Jeff, what's your expectation for this weekend? We got a good Liberty team coming in. We've got a great baseball team. What could be a very good baseball team this year. What do you expect? Do you expect this weekend to be a sellout? Oh, definitely not. A brand new, a brand new beautiful ballpark. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it was voted the best baseball stadium in college in college last year. Was it not? It was. Maybe I'm misspeaking. Yeah, it was. But yet we can't even draw for that. So it's like, what? I don't know. I just It gets very frustrating when we as fans have these expectations of like, oh, fire this guy. Get rid of him. We should be the best program in the hit. But then no one shows up to support anybody. 
Yeah, I I, I, rem- I go back to something Dan Mullen said, and I thought it was one of the smartest things he ever said uh, as a Florida coach. And he said, look, come to the games and we'll get great. Don't come to the games when we get great. Yeah, he was it, big on that. Yeah, he was like, you you guys are you the have reason to influence we it. can yeah you, be influencers on the game. Don't wait until we start winning and then go. Oh, now we'll go. Well, and, and that's you know that's evident. Uh, like Tennessee baseball, they, they've been garbage for many many years. Yeah. But and they have a coach who gets there, young up and coming guy. They've got you hate him. Fraternity row basically right behind the stadium. Well, when he got there. He went knocking on the doors of those fraternities and said, I need you guys to come to the games. Influenced them, gave them probably stuff to come to the games. Now they sit right above the dugout. And shots, they're dog cussing you left and right, but it creates one of the best atmospheres in all of college yep. baseball now all of a sudden. Just because you now yep. have people there and, and it's it's fun. It's it's just that yeah, there's a I guess people don't understand how much of a difference it really makes, but I've been to all – like, we're going to Mississippi State this year, baseball-wise. They've sold 13,000 season yeah. tickets. Exactly. And and that helps you win. They not, may and not have the best players, yeah. but you get 13,000 people yelling and screaming at a freshman on the mound for the first time, and this guy can't handle it. Well, guess what? You leave a fastball over the plate, all of a sudden dude hits a two-run homer, you lose a game. Yeah, exactly. So. Yep. And, and then, and then the kids who, who might be there visiting that weekend go, holy, you know, right. holy shoot, I want to be here. Like, wow, I'm not, I'm not, not coming to play at Mississippi State. You kidding me? This would be electric. And that's the piece where it's like, how does, how is Mike White going to get better players when the, the, the recruits come in and there's 2,500 people there for a game? Well, they're 2,500. I don't know if we had a crowd anywhere near that low, but they. Oh, all right, sorry, 5,500, Pat. Either way, well, it's I new compared to some of these other teams. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and a, a lot of people tell you different reasons why they don't go to the games, and some of it is the parking situation and the inability to get out of the parking situation, which I discovered the other day. Um, but when when they were playing great and they were winning a bunch of games, this place was electric. I mean, this was one of the toughest places in the country to play. It hadn't been that way for a long time, and, and um, you know, Again, I go back to what Mullen said. Go make it now. It'll be it'll be packed on Saturday, but I would imagine a lot of that's going to be Auburn fans. It's going to be like a Kentucky game, where all of a sudden they take over the crowd. You know, so um, right. And, and it was packed though, Pat, for uh, what what could be arguably a once in a generational basketball team. I mean, that when was the last time? Oh, it was packed. It, it was packed back to back. Yeah, but it National was title. it was packed well. I mean, I mean the 2014 that year. I remember that Auburn game when they had to come from behind to keep that winning streak going, and uh, Michael Frazier hit that big three, and they they won that game. That place was bouncing; people were bouncing off the walls. So it it's it it got good under Billy, and it stayed good for a long time. But then it's kind of slowly diminished, just like their records gotten worse. The crowds have said, "Well, we're not going to go if you're not winning." And that's the bottom line. Yeah, it's fair. All right, listen, I'll, I'll free up. It took me a while to get in, so I'm sure there's All right, yep, thanks, call. ATX Gator. But, I mean, that's, too. That's, that's the thing, Jeff. People only want to support winners. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say this. There are places where you cannot win, and they still will support you. But there are very few. I mean, they still are going to show up in Lexington. Even that team last year was, what, 8-10 and 10 or something? I think it was. They, they had a weird – record uh, last year was under 500 
Um, but they showed up. But here, you got to win for people to show up. If you don't win, they're not going to show up. And don't tell me about style of basketball. If yeah, you win. That's sad. Yeah, you, you, I talk to people all the time where it just it, it has to mean something. Like yeah. It means something to go to the games, be a part of the crowd, and just to feel that energy and, and experience well, example, it. And, and other people say they just – yeah, they just don't want to go and, and have deal with it. Have you ever heard of anybody tailgating for a basketball game? I've seen a few, yeah, but not no, very many. It's not, yeah, yeah. Um, not where it is other places. I actually tailgated for a baseball game a couple few years yeah, ago. There's dugout club will do a that. Few, few of those going on, but not very many. But the point is, a lot of people. The, one of the reasons people go to football games, yeah, to tailgate, is because yeah, this is their reunion with their friends and. That's an opportunity, and you sit out there for four hours eating and drinking and having a blast, and then the game, you're ready for the game. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes the Swamp still a tough place to play. It does. All right, we got to snag a break. We'll do that. We will come back and uh, keep it rolling. You are listening to The Tailgate, our second hour, brought to you by Melden Law. They won't back down. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. Both the men's and women's swimming and diving team continue the SEC championships today. Both teams will compete up until Saturday in Knoxville, Tennessee. The Gators softball team will look to continue their undefeated start to the season tonight, hosting Jacksonville University. Coming off a 13-1 win over the Dolphins last night, the Gators will look to continue their hot start to the season. Coverage of tonight's game starts at 5.55. PGA Tour golfer and Gators alum Billy Horschel was added to the Gators men's golf team coaching staff as a volunteer assistant coach today. Horschel was a four-year member of the Gators golf team from 2006 to 2009 and was a three-time first-team All-American during his time with the Gators. Both the men's and women's Santa Fe College basketball teams are in action today. Both teams hit the roads to take on Eastern Florida State College. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling into the fourth quarter of the year like the Gators wide receivers, open and ready for business. 2021 has been a crazy ride so far, but we've made it through thanks to our loyal customers and support from all the tailgate listeners out there. Don't forget, in addition to our classic deep dish gourmet pies and unforgettable garlic knots, we have one of the only salad bars left in town. Come to Leonardo's Millhopper, eat the food that Gainesville grew up on, and don't forget to mention the tailgate 10. Man, I'm good. One take again, Jeff. It's not bragging when it's truth. 
The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. There it is with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. That's a big deal to you. I know it is. I push buttons better than you. Yeah, actually, you probably do. In fact, you definitely do. All right, we're back here on the tailgate. <laughs> Let's get right back Is to any the phone. It's, uh, it's busy, so we'll uh, keep it rolling with Adam. Adam, what's up? Hey, guys. Sounds like you guys got your hands full today, son. Yeah, uh, not surprisingly. I thought we were going to talk about Arch Manning today. I really did. I thought that was going to be the main topic. No. No. Jeez. Uh, what do you know, Pat? I mean, you've only been doing this 35 years. <laughs> Jesus. Listen, um, a lot of callers have had some really good points on both sides. Um, on both sides. Uh, specifically, you know, uh, Pat, you know, spoke about what Keontae went through and that team went through and, those aren't excuses. Those, that's what happened. I mean, Jatobo got his retina separated from his, you know, his. Uh, yeah, and you're, and you're destroying Tennessee while he's in there, and then he, he yeah. leaves, and they just go back inside because you had no Castleton either. So yeah, that was a factor in that game. So that's not an excuse. It's just a it's a fact. But there is something I like to call Zuckluck. Sure. And and sometimes you go you almost feel like we need to cut our losses here because this guy can't catch a break. And it's not a fair thing sometimes. And it wasn't fair with Ron Zook, to be honest with you. Uh, well, I won't agree with you on that, Pat. I don't, that sounds superstitious to me, man. I don't go on, down that road. So, I said y'all had your hands full. What was the score last night? 51-52. to 52. No, it was 55-54, wasn't it? Are you sure? Anyway, so I'll look it, it up. One I don't point, even know. One point differential is what I'm trying to get to. That you know, and I love me some Castleton. Don't get me 
you know, twisted here. Uh, but he missed six layups. Six. Uh, he did great at the line. And then at the end, it wasn't the end of the game. I think it was right before half. We had four chances at the glass to sink the ball and missed every single one of them. And maybe there is such thing as Zook Luck. I don't know, Pat. I don't know, man. But that was just, it was just baffling. And then we lose by one point. You know, my point is, how many people would be calling about Mike White's head if we would have won against quad one team? on the road last night. Yeah, no, and that's how we started the show because Pat came on said, season's over, we're done. And I said, okay, well, what if you don't foul that guy and he misses a three and you win by two? Or you foul him and he, he makes one free throw, you win by one. And then, well, the season's still alive. So, yeah, that's, it's just such a fine line of of where it's going to be, Adam. And that's that's the way basketball is. It's one made shot here or there. I mean, the, the, the Gators got a good look. For the last shot, it was just a little short. Yep, it it, it was, and uh, that that three. Well, we won't go into it, but I'm just trying to say overall. I think, you know, the fans are on one side or the other, and I tend to try and, you know, not necessarily be in the middle because I'm a Gator to my heart. I was born and raised in Gainesville, and I remember a lot of trash football teams that I showed up and went to watch the game. You know, family showed up, we went to tailgate. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just a little convoluted by the whole situation. I, th- I think I, I don't know enough about basketball. I played football. I coached football. I know football. I don't know, you know, I'm not, I don't know the ins and outs of baseball either. You know, I'm not going to like sit here and act like I'm, you know, uh, Albert Einstein when it comes to basketball. Hey, fire this guy, you know, get him out of there. And at the same time, something needs to be said about the integrity of the University of Florida. We went through some hard times. That 94 team with Spurrier, they didn't get their SEC championship because of Whoa, things wait, that happened. Wait a minute. 90, the 94 team? Was it 94? No, it was 90. 90. 94, okay. they won the SEC championship, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you get my point here. You know, and as far as that cat saying that the SEC championship doesn't mean anything, that is not the case, especially with all these top-notch teams in the SEC now in basketball. And what was D trying to say about all these other coaches cheating? About like what, like University of Florida? We don't do that. We don't put up with that here. We've been through the the grinder. On well, that. I think his point was that um, that Billy was able to do it against coaches that were cheating and still was able to win at a high level. Yeah. And 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 at other so, programs have So been the able fact to do that it. other teams are cheating is no excuse. Right. You can still yeah. build a program and yes. not cheat. Okay, so Joe Kim Noah goes to Mississippi State or Cal or someplace like that or Al Horford goes somewhere up in, you know, uh Duke or something like that. Do we win the national championship? No, but they weren't highly recruited guys. I mean, Horford was fairly high, but I think Brewer was the highest ranked recruit of the of the O fours. Mm-hmm. And of course Lee Humphrey was barely recruited and turned out to be a great player, of course. Uh but um yeah, no, I mean, you know, he 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 found a way to do it. So um All right, Adam We got a lot of intangibles to make it really happen. People re- need to recognize that. Go Gators. Yep. All right. By the way, the score was fifty six fifty five. That's what I thought it was. Yes. That it was. Let's get uh, Papa Gator to join us next. Hey, Papa Gator. 
Gentlemen, what's going on? Uh, Jeff, it was good to see you last weekend. A uh, couple weeks ago, just there, whatever it was. And, yeah, uh, great time. To and get it, yeah, man. And uh, Pat, you know, a lot of people are going to call and talk about Billy Horschel joining, joining the golf. The I golf. know, I saw that, yeah. I, did, I don't it, think it was a coincidence that they released it this morning. So. <laughs> Just to get, just to <laughs> drop that uh, loss in basketball all the way. Bad, I think it's down to like the fifth day. story. Yeah. Oh, I don't, anyway, it's great to see him come back. He's a diehard Gator. He's always rep Florida all through his career. Oh, uh, yeah. you know, he comes and supports through through the events that they have there. So if anybody's not paying attention to positive news, it's great to have him back. Also, Dudley Hart there with with Deke, and I mean yep. that that is a team to really be watching out for. They've got talented. They're they're two and zero this year so far in the tournaments and twenty two, and they they had, a, they had a, the fall was a little off for them, but those guys are really picking it up. And so if nobody's watching Gator Golf, go check it out. They're up there with tennis right now, and you know tennis is doing well, and and you know gymnastics is doing well. So if anybody wants to not bitch about basketball anymore, go watch the other sports because there's a ton of things out there you can support and have a good attitude about, um, and really and really show that you have Gator spirit. I mean that's really why you know what, what I wanted to call about. Well. It, I I agree with that sentiment too. That either you're a Gator or you're not, and and I think that some people feel not only are they uh, Florida fans, but they are invested in the program to the point where they deserve a voice, and and that's why we're here to allow them to have that voice. And look, I think it's a it's a debate that you can have uh, about Mike White and about where this program is, and you can go one way or the other way. And I I agree, you know, with uh, arguments on both sides, but. You're right. There are so many sports, and this is what we talked about the other day, how right now football and basketball are the, are the sports that are actually bringing Florida down a little bit. Um, yeah. But I, I think football is in good hands. I think they're going to get things done, and I, I, we'll see what happens with basketball. Well, you know, and I think you were talking a little bit about, you know, it's when you talk about some of these other programs, and, and when the callers are talking about attendance and these things, and they show up to places and they do things like this, you know, it's it's a very difficult thing to do when you have so many things pulling you in different directions and so many ways to do it and so many things you have the ability to go and see that a top-notch level team that can do. And it, I mean, I'm not saying Tennessee has bad other programs, but they're not the same as, as the University of Florida and many of their other programs. Yeah, their, their basketball team's decent. Their football team's terrible, but they have people that show up there. And their baseball team was good one year last year, Jeff. And I mean, they're getting better. Mm-hmm. But I mean, A and M. You know, when you see A and M, they're doing they're doing the the four ball chant after four balls in a row. And you know, you got the cowbells out there in Mississippi State. There's a ton of gimmicks that all these programs are doing to get people into stadium. And the Gators has always just been, we're good, we're going to dominate, we're going to win. And when that's not met, then that's when the fans get mad about it. Yeah. No, there's no doubt. And again, I, I this is. Um... The, the fans right now are – it's all about Billy Donovan. It's what Billy did that changed their perception. Until then, I mean, people would go to basketball games and they would go – knowing Florida probably could lose, might lose, sometimes definitely would lose, but they still wanted to go. Wanted to go to – it was a social event. Now it's – every uh, every game's on TV and people don't want to go. Well, well, and that's things baseball. That's what's going to happen again this year at baseball. If baseball doesn't have the outstanding year that they did and lose in the in the in the – 64 round if they have a year like they did last year with sully falling off when there was the number one team in the nation and not getting the expectations of being where they rank seventh right now or fourth jeff i think they're they're top 10 at least in baseball yeah, in a couple right now. different polls if they, they are 
if they have another season in the SEC like they did this year where they didn't even compete in that in that tournament, you'll be having callers call you and go, what happened? Why is Sully still here? You know, what, where's it going? Right. And, and they're going to go off the freaking rails, you know? And you had a national championship in 2017. So I'll let that go, fellas. I can't well, wait for it's, it's, Friday night. Thanks, Copper Gator. It's, it's like this. This great job Kelly Ray Finley's doing. We all, all agree on it. So let's say they give her the head coaching job, which I think eventually they will. And then next year they start and they're like, Four and four and eight, and everybody's like, "What a mistake that was! Why would you give her the job?" I mean, that's that's the way fans are, but it's okay. That's it's part of your past. Part of what sometimes it is. it is a little misplaced. All right, let's get uh, one final break. We'll uh, come back and uh, give you about ten more minutes as we uh, give away a little bit early for Gator softball at five forty-five. You're listening to the tailgate. of Journalism and Communication, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. Now that the big game is over and a champion has been crowned, football is done for another year. But wait, the USFL is back this spring. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. With more football on the way, as well as March Madness, MLB, the Masters, and more, it's time to grab a new Sony TV for your man cave. At Electronics World, we've got both LED and OLED models to choose from in a variety of sizes up to 85 inches. Visit us at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. 
As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This evening, staying breezy early, but those gusts will eventually die off, leading to a mild and quiet overnight. Lows only dropping into the mid-50s, but areas of patchy dense fog are possible in the morning for your commute. Tomorrow afternoon, starting off sunny, increasing cloud cover toward the early evening. The big story, though, are temperatures. Highs should reach the low to mid-80s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Matt. Is Denver really a good team with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, they're a good team with him, but are they a Super Bowl team? The Denver Broncos is probably fourth on that list to me. With Green Bay being one, Tennessee being two, for whatever reason, the Raiders decide to move on from Carr, putting him in that uniform in Las Vegas, and then the Denver Broncos. P, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here. We are only we only have five minutes left on the show. Jeff is taking off. He's going to see his son pitch tonight. Uh, let's go ahead and get Mike's call. What's up, Mike? Hey, Patrick. Um, Pat, you started the show by saying that 13 times we've scored less than 30 points and a half. Yes. That's, I did that, I did that research of, today. That, yeah, that's style of play. Oh, and it's definitely style of play. Yeah, and it's not pleasurable to watch. I think six or seven if you, times. Uh, you know what? Times. Pleasurable to watch? Winning. Uh, well, if, if you if you win, okay, that's just kind of a, a, a false argument. If you win every game 42 to 41, it's still You're going to pack the place. You'll be happy. You'll, well, it, you won't be fun to watch is what I'm saying. But anyway. For you. They've, they've scored. Nobody. Pat, do you think anybody I, wants to watch a game? If they had won that game last night, I would have said, man, that was fun to watch because okay, they would have won. But when they lost it, it wasn't you, fun to watch. Why did you say the 30 points or less? You were saying that's not fun to watch, right? I'm saying it's indicative. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's indicative of how offensively they struggle and how they if they can have bad games. They have a lot of bad games. It hadn't been three years. It's been the last six years they've had one of the worst offenses in the SEC and ranked in the hundreds in, in the nation. It's not a fun thing to watch, and it, obviously you're not going to win any championships like this. You've got to be able to score points, and he cares only about one thing, and that's defense. And even the player said it the first year, we don't really care about offense. All we care about defense. Well, you've got to have some offense too, and he just can't put an offense on the court. They're just not consistent. You score 20 points one half, 40 points. It's just so inconsistent. And that's what's just frustrating. 
And, no, you know, we had there's no doubt it's frustrating. Anybody, and that's why every saying, Gator fan should be frustrated right now. It doesn't mean that coach has to get fired. Yeah, well, doesn't that, mean you, you have to quit supporting the coach. team just because you don't like no, watching. I'm not, oh, I'm supporting the team. I think they play their hearts out. This has nothing to do with our team. It's about where the program is. If you are happy finishing fifth or sixth, you know, that lady called earlier, fifth or sixth in the conference every year, you're a loser. You come to Florida to win championships. Jeremy Foley said that. You should at least be making progress to win a championship. And there's no progress in this. You have to admit that, Pat. There's no progress. I think because of what? Seven or eight guys off the team this year. It's just not looking good for the future. This would be a good time to start over, get Anthony Grant in here. Get a guy in here who failed at Alabama. Uh, He did not fail at Alabama. He did. I'll argue that. He got fired. He did not. Look at Yes, but he doesn't mean he failed. It was Alabama, buddy. They don't give black coaches a big uh, uh, head start there. So you look at his record. He won 20 games five or six years. That wasn't a failure. And he was great at the place of, what was it? uh, But if you win 20 games here, everybody calls you a failure here. That's not true, Pat. Well, Mike White's teams have won 20 games pretty much every year. Because eight of the teams that we played this year were ranked in the two and three hundreds. You, you played all these. They play one of the to toughest schedules here. in the last five years in the, in America. Not, not, not this, Pat. That's not true. This year, is no, it's game. true. We, we just quoted you the stat. I'm, uh, I'm done with you, little dudes. Golly, we quote people's stats and they go, "No, that's not true." Little deuce, what's up? I played so long ago that they didn't even have a three point line. That's when I played. Yeah. But at the end of the game, when we were, it was tied at the end of the game, we would like to try to get a shot off, say, six or seven seconds. And then if there's a miss, we have a chance for a put back. Still, the other chance could, the other team can come down and score. But, the, uh, or if you're behind, obviously you got to get ahead of, I mean, the, the way that the game ended, the idea of how they look at it at the end of the game just didn't seem very, very good, and I no, think it wasn't good. It was we got we got we got rid of Mullen. They said because of recruiting, uh, he was a great coach, and and I I don't even the five stars that that have come in here, I did not think Scotty Lewis was a very good player. Those guys, he was an incredibly talented athlete, and he you know, but he just wasn't. Hey, we got to go. Sorry, little deuce, but we've got to get out of here for softball. Uh, by the way, the argument. Well, Anthony Grant won 20 games, yeah. Mike White, 21, 27, 21, 20, 19, 15 in a COVID-shortened year, and we don't know how many they're going to win this year. Look, I get the arguments against. I get the arguments that people feel like the program's not heading in the right direction. I get it all. I get it all. First, I would say two things. One, let the season play out, first of all. And second of all, don't don't want to fire everybody all the time. Don't fire me either. We will be back tomorrow. We'll be live at Spurrier's tomorrow, Jeff and I, to uh, do the uh, show out there. Uh, But we'll get out of here now, and we will uh, allow softball to take over the airwaves. Hopefully, uh, J.U. puts up a little better fight than 13-1 last night. We'll be back uh, tomorrow again. Pat Dooley saying I'm deep way back, and I am out of here. Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I am Jason Bennett, jumping right into Gator Sports. 
The number one recruit at quarterback for the class of 2023, Arch Manning, has added the University of Florida to his list of potential schools. He is considering according to 24-7 Sports. Manning's final list also includes Alabama, LSU, and Georgia. Moving to the hardwood, the number 17 Gator Women's Basketball team are back in action in the O'Connell Center tomorrow as they host Arkansas. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. SEC championships continue for the men's and women's swimming and diving team as they travel to Knoxville earlier this week. Coming into today, the Gators men's was 6th place and the women's 7th. In local sports in the area, Santa Fe College men's and women's basketball team are on the road as they take on Eastern Florida State College tonight. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I am Jason Bennett. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.